say too, I think it's so it's so possible and I just want to help take some of that fear out of booking and I just think it's possible for you to get a lot of gigs. I mean, like Bree said, I have literally for about the past 10 years done about 170 gigs a year. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. This is Indie Interactive, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. Again, my name is Bree Noble, and I am the founder of Women of Substance Radio and Podcast. That's the page that you're on. And I am also the founder of the Female Entrepreneur Musician and Female Musician Academy. And I'm so excited today to be here with my friend, and I like to call her the booking maven, uh, Tara <laughs> Bruski, or Tara B, I also like to call her because it's easier to say than Tara Bruski. Yes. So um, I brought her in to talk to you guys about, to give you some really good tips on booking. And she's actually going to be here this week and next week. So um, if any questions come up today that she doesn't get to answer, she'll be back next week on Indie Interactive. But um, she's going to talk about how to find paying gigs in a brand new market. So for example, if you move somewhere new and you don't know a soul and you've got no word of mouth going on and you need to you know, get some gigs and start, start working so you can you know, perform for actual audiences and start building your fan base. But this also works if you're just, you know, you haven't really explored a bunch of markets in a place that you live. So, you know, you have some places that you've played, but there's all kinds of markets out there. And many of them might be the ones that she mentions that you have not even explored yet. So take it away, Tara, let them know who you are and why they should listen to you. No. Thank you, Bree. I, um, as Bree said, I, I live in uh, Minnesota, and um, I have actually been booking since I was 15 years old. I know that just sounds pathetic in some ways, but <laughs> it's true. And um, and actually, when we're talking about today, like in new markets, or maybe if you move someplace, I've actually moved quite a bit in my life, so I'm kind of well aware of having to like restart over again. In fact, I, I live in Minneapolis, and I've lived in Minneapolis for quite a while. But I moved back to my hometown when I was 30 for a couple years. And my hometown is a small town in Minnesota called Alexandria, about 10,000 people. And then I moved back here. And then I moved to Los Angeles for a while. And then I moved back here. So I've had to kind of re reinvent myself a few times. And I know I came back to places that I had known. But still, when you start over again, um, you really have to find sometimes new markets. And so for any of you that have had to do that to start over again, or maybe you're even just jumping back into the music business after years, like maybe you sang for a while, and then you're coming back to it. And you're thinking, what do I do? And how am I going to build an audience again? Well, I want to give you um, three possible like types of places that you could jump into where you don't have to find like bring in an audience. Um, there are three types of places that we're going to talk about today and um, the first one I want to talk about that actually is something that you may not be able to like get in on this in some ways this summer because it's about summer concerts but it's going to give you ideas hopefully for next summer 
it might even be for the summer, who knows? So the first thing is concerts in the parks. And maybe some of you do this already, but really most cities um, offer series of like concerts in the park. And, um, and for instance, like in Minneapolis, the Minneapolis areas, not only does Minneapolis, but all the um, suburbs around have these series of like concerts in the park and people come to them and every suburb has them. I just sang last week in a suburb close to me um, with my, I'm part of a duo as well as doing solo work. Um, and we sang last week, I have one coming up in the suburb that I live in. And then all over. I mean, seriously, they'll have uh, concert series like every week. And I know this is true of other cities. Even small towns will have series like that. My small town that I talked about where I'm from, 10,000 people, they have a series every Thursday where they do concerts in the summertime. And I know that, um, you know, I know we're in the summer, so you're probably like, well, why are you talking about that to book for? But it's great if you can even get a hold of the people that book now because you want to know next year, like, when do you even talk to these people for booking? They oftentimes book really early in the year for the next summer. So you'd probably want to find that out now. And I just wanted to kind of walk you through how you might do that. I I went out actually kind of randomly to another city because I thought, well, I know how to do Minneapolis, but you ladies live all over the country and maybe even in parts of the world. So what I did was I just took a city like Lexington, Kentucky. I just Googled that the other day. You can do this in any city. You can go on the city and Google like the city itself, like the city of Lexington. And what will come up is um, Lexington, Kentucky, it was... Lexington, I can hardly say it, LexingtonKentucky.gov, that will, that .gov will bring up the city website for any city. And so I went on that, and I looked up recreation, because that was in their menu. Recreation would be about the parks, and you want to find parks, because that's where these summer concerts are going to happen. So I clicked on that. What came up was arts and events. I clicked on that. And then it had a whole listing of like different types of summer music, like bluegrass, rock and roll, jazz. And I clicked on that because I really love jazz music. And then there was a whole schedule of concerts, like from May to August. So even in um, Lexington, Kentucky, they had this whole schedule of concerts. And in that particular one, they did have an actual contact information right there where they had a phone number and an email address. That would be the place where you would try to contact someone. Um, oftentimes, I will tell you on the website, they don't have the name of the person. So what you would want to do is to just call the phone number or email, whatever email they have there, introduce yourself and ask for the person like say something like, you know, I would say, hi, my name's Tara B. I'm a musician. I understand that you have concerts and I would love to know the person who is in charge of doing, of booking the events. And normally when I have called places, people are pretty helpful and they will get you to the right person who actually books the event. So you might have to search on these websites of the city websites. You might have to scroll down to the bottom to actually find contact info. It's not always the easiest to find an actual phone number, but somewhere there is a phone number and that's where you can start and then just ask.
you know, it never hurts to ask. Brie, you must have something. Yeah, I got to jump in here. So Michelle Hanks is, I think she's from Kentucky or at least she- Really? Yeah. So she's like, yeah, Kentucky. And then she's talking about the Central Bank Thursday Night Live music series. And she even posted the link here. And then she also said that like, she lived in a town of 900 people and even they had a music series. So, you know, don't think that, and and I know I do, (laughs) we live in a town of 10,000, you know, and we have a music series. That's so awesome. Yeah, so don't hesitate to do that, to contact. And again, I would say contact even now, because you know what does happen on occasion? Sometimes the the bands and stuff that are lined up for the summer, sometimes someone will cancel, mm, and they may true. have an opening. I've had that where someone, like last summer, someone contacted me and said, someone canceled, can you come this week? So you may still even get in on this summer yet. You never know. Um, another uh, type of of place that you can call or, you know, contact are women's clubs. You are women. So you're kind of a perfect fit for women's clubs. I'm big on women's clubs. In fact, I think it's one of my 19 sources of income. Like I put that in because that is something that really did well for me. Did it? Yeah. That's awesome. And, and I, and I've done it before too, Brie, but actually I just, just uh, maybe two months ago, re-called and re-looked at women's clubs here in Minnesota too because I was thinking like why have I been missing this for a couple of years Mm. and um so I uh, and and what I found with women's clubs here in Minnesota this was true and also I googled Texas this time for those of you who might be in Texas but I found out that um usually they're called the I think there was two names but the biggest one I saw was the federated women's clubs they tended to the biggest ones? Did you find that too, Brie? Yeah, that, they're kind of the national organization. Okay. So that came up as the like Texas website. And then I had to click on, I think it said clubs and websites, district, district clubs and websites. That's what it was. And then each district had a separate website. So when I clicked on those, um, each one was a little bit different. I will tell you, and this was true in Minnesota too, sometimes it was really hard to find a contact number or an email. But, and I will say I found more emails versus phone numbers, but don't let that stop you. Um, email anyway. I In Minnesota, I did that. I think I emailed, I think in Minneapolis, we had like 10 groups, so I emailed all of them. And I was thinking like, well, like they're going to get back to me on email, but... <laughs> I had one that got back the next day. They called me actually after the email and booked me for December. So you never know what might happen even just by following up an email. Yeah. And the interesting thing about those clubs is that, you know, there is a lady in every group that is tasked with getting a program for every single month. Yes. And for them, this is a volunteer thing. It's on the side and they stress out about it. Like they only have so many contacts, right? They're looking for people. So you're actually yes. doing them a favor. Yes. So once you get in contact with them, they're going to be really happy to hear from you, especially if you know you can provide them with something really quickly so they know that you're a professional and you sound great and all that stuff. So they'll be like, okay, have an opening for September <laughs> because I couldn't find anyone yet, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And, and I would encourage you ladies to actually do the women's clubs, even starting like, especially now, because most women's clubs, it's in the spring where they change over to the new officers. Such so, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, they've just got the new officers. So they're, whoever is that person on task, they are going to be looking for like, oh no, I've got to solve the problem. Yep. of getting. And they like to book it all. They like to just 
go for it and get it done. I just got a call and I'm booked for December also for a women's club. And Are you? They just want to, they just want to book the entire year while they're thinking about it. So it's, they're done, you know? It's true. And you know what I love about too, those audiences and the same thing with the, the summer park concerts. And the third thing I'll tell you about in a second is that these are our events where the audience is already there for you. You're not going to have to go search for an audience and try to bring them in which when you're new to an area, I mean, how are you going to do that? That's, that's the tricky part. So you want to make sure there's already an audience here for you. Um, so the third thing that I just wanted to mention is farmer's markets. And these can be really fun things. Maybe some of you are doing them already. Um, in places like the Midwest where it's cold in the winter, obviously we only have them in the summertime. I know in places in uh, warm climates, they can actually have them all year long. But the farmers markets are wonderful. I I just put in uh, on Google. I just actually put in farmers markets, and weirdly so, Des Moines came up as like the top first one of of like of the Google sites. And um, I was really impressed. They had their own website for their farmers market, which wow. is yeah not normal. But here's an interesting thing, and this might be true elsewhere, you guys. Um, in Des Moines, the farmer's market, when I went on their website, they not only had a, where they had the live entertainment and they had a contact person and place and phone number right there for you. They also had a section of their farmer's market where they had, I think it was every Saturday, they had a special section for children to be able to perform music, hmm. which that's kind of unusual. I've never seen that before. They also um, had a part of winter markets. So they must have an indoor section where they are providing. So there might, they didn't necessarily say there was live music, but again, even if you're in a cold climate, there might be opportunities. You know, you might even be able to suggest to them like, hey, have you thought of doing live music in the winter? I don't know, but you might create something that they haven't done before. So it, it just might be an option for you. And, and again, like I say, to, to get on it even now, even if you, you know, they're booked for the farmer's markets this year, you might want to contact them now, see what's up, find the person who books, and then to ask them, when do you typically book? I have found with um, the summer parks that I talked about, they tend to typically book up in January. The farmer's markets usually are a little bit later. They might be more like March or so. And then, like I mentioned with the women's clubs, about this time of the year, they start booking for their events in the following year. Mm. I think women's clubs are more like on a school year. Yes. How they, so, yeah, those are kind of people the take the summer off for that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are kind of the three. I mean, there's a lot more resources we could talk about, but those are three that I find have been really helpful places where, again, the audience is built in for you. And I was going to mention about farmer's markets, too. If you just want a place where you feel like you're trying out maybe new songs and things like that, where you don't have to worry about like really relating to the audience yet, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's more casual because your background music. So it can be kind of fun that way. That's so true. I mean, it's almost like a scheduled practice, you know, I mean, yeah. obviously you got to be good, but you know, right. you're getting right. that practice in every week and yes, people are coming by. And I find that events like that, you know, maybe you're not going to make a bunch of super fans, but you, if you put out flyers, you will have people take your flyers and there will be people there that are decision makers for other events. 
I have had a lot of people, I'm sitting at a farmer's market next week and I've had, I remember this from last year, but people will take my business cards. Uh, they tend to tip well. I've had people buy CDs. I mean, it, it can actually be a really great little, little place to play. It's, I mean, don't, don't look at it as like, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's just a great, it's a great source to be able to play a great um, venue to play. And you, you, yeah, you, you meet a lot of people there, all kinds mm -hmm. of different people. So mm -hmm. awesome. So that is, yeah. this is so great. You, I really appreciate these tips. I think that, you know, it will really help them get started and, and, you know, get some, some new ideas and maybe get out of the, the booking rut, you know, how we get into a certain <laughs> booking rut and there's certain things that like, sometimes they're, they're obvious, but we just haven't thought of pursuing them. So yeah. I think this will be really helpful for all of you guys. And I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us today. And I want to let you know that um, Tara is going to be doing something really cool. Um, not next week because next week is the holiday week and we didn't want to do it then. But the week after, which is starting July 10th, mm -hmm. um, she's going to be doing a four-day tra free training, kind of like the the different trainings that I have done um, with you guys where, you know, there's a private group and we all, you know, keep each other accountable and we get a lot done. She's going to be doing a training like that called four days to booking like a boss. And it's, it, I love this title. Um, and so we're going to, you know, she's going to be giving you all these resources and all of these um, assignments to really get you on the, the booking bandwagon and, you know, being really getting far ahead on your booking for the coming year because mm -hmm. you've got a bunch of other people doing it with you and all that, you know, incentive and motivation and everything to, to do it together. And she'll give you lots of resources and help and experience from her years of booking. She actually was um, on my podcast episode number 20, and she's one of the most popular podcasts because she talks about being booked over, you know, over a hundred gigs a year that she books all herself. And she's just very creative when it comes to booking. So I would love for you guys to go sign up for this four day training. It's totally free and yes. I'm going to be hanging out and, you know, doing it with you guys and stuff. Um, it doesn't start until the 10th, but it would be great if you could sign up now, just so we have an idea of how many people um, we're going to need to serve for this. All you need to do to sign up is go to femmusician.com slash Tara B. And I'll put this in the comments as well, but F is in female, E is an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, F is in female, E is an entrepreneur, musician.com slash Tara B, T-A-R-A-B. And <laughs> you will go to her page and sign up for this free training. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'd love to see you ladies there. I am going to type it in the chat and <laughs> just see if anybody else has any questions. Um, let's see. Good. I, just, I just want to say too, I think it's so, it's so possible and I just want to help take some of that fear out of booking and I just think it's possible for you to get a lot of gigs. I mean, like Bree said, I have literally for about the past 10 years done about 170 gigs a year and it's, it's possible to do. And, and yeah, I do live in a metro area, but it's, you know, I'm a single woman. I make my living on this. So it's, it's really possible to do ladies, whether you're doing it part-time or full-time or, you know, kind of as your hobby, it's, you can do it. I know That's a really good point. How many years have you been making your living as a music, um, as a, you know, performing musician? 27 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cause I'm 48. So it's been <laughs> a long time. And some of that's been teaching private lessons too, but honestly, what doing the, the gigs with this many has been about 10 years worth of, 
that kind of numbers of gigs. So that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We will be back next week on Indie Interactive with more from Tara. Um, she's going to be giving you some more booking tactics that I know are you guys are going to find really helpful. And of course, you'll get a lot more if you join her free training, femmusician.com slash Tara B. Have a great afternoon, everybody. And we'll see you next week on Indie Interactive. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com with editing by Jen Eads of 317 Sound Design and music by Stella Ronson.